to the Movie Shed Podcast. I am, of course, your cinema-loving shed-dwelling host, Mike. Oh, boy. I, I should probably preface this a little bit. I am a bit of a movie nerd, you might have noticed. And I tend to read some fairly industry-specific publications. This uh, gives me a bit of a heads-up because not everything in the uh, industry publications actually makes it out to the wider audience because it's, you know, technical financial stuff, usually uh, projects that come and go, potentials, things like that, that unless they have big names or big studios backing them, generally aren't that interesting to hear about. So, so that's kind of the, you know, the, the, the general gist of where I'm getting some of this information. Now, the information I want to discuss is, in fact, on some movies that have been shelved. Movies from a particular company called Disney. Yes. From a franchise we might have heard of called Star Wars. Yeah, so, here's the thing. The films that were shelved, and we're going to go, we'll go over them with what information I have on them, and kind of my speculations on why they got shelved. Okay, so, the first one, the first film is the High Republic film. Uh, a lot of people remember that particular bit when it came out there was uh, a bit of skullduggery as it were that came out the if you might recall and it's been a while I know but you might recall that um, it got announced via Twitter by Kathleen Kennedy she announced it and the director the director for Wonder Woman movies both of them the good one and the crap one and she did it on Twitter, and she did it behind Bob Iger's back, according to according to sources, that uh, she had, in fact, pitched the idea to Bob Iger. Bob Iger said no, and she turned around and put it out on Twitter so that he had to agree. Which didn't sit well, to say the least. Duh. But... Um, it's been shelved now because we have Bob Chapik in the chair. And Bob Chapik is a tight-fisted, tight-assed bean counter. He doesn't like to be referred to as a bean counter, but if the shoe fits, princess, you have to wear it. He's a bean counter. And lots of Kathleen Kennedy's decisions have been, let's say, costly. They have cost Disney money. Disney does not like that. So, they're going to instead shelve the idea. Yeah, it, it got some some traction in the other, like in Marvel. They put out a comic series. And that didn't exactly wow anybody, its numbers. In fact, I think its numbers were pretty poor, even for Marvel standards. 
and Marvel isn't exactly known for huge smashing hits with their comics, and haven't been for a, quite a while, so it got shelved. Well, c'est la vie, as they say. The next film was Rogue Squadron. Now, was that one... I could be mistaking who the director was supposed to be. All I know is that uh, the Rogue Squad... No, I take that back. The one for High Republic had someone else entirely, and she was... She was just one of those folks who... I, I don't remember if she had anything. No, the one who was the director for Wonder Woman was going to direct Rogue Squadron. Who was it that was supposed to direct for High Republic? I think she was... She was either an unknown or such a small bit player that no one knew. I don't recall. I don't recall if she had anything remotely as a discography. I really don't. I really don't know. She was such a out of left field kind of pick. It was the Wonder Woman director. She was going to be in charge of Rogue Squadron. And that got shelved. Now, from what I understand, it was shelved mainly because she, uh, the director had other commitments. She had another film that she was directing and could not uh, fulfill the shooting schedule for Rogue Squadron and so, for the time being, that project was shelved. I suspect... I suspect that Rogue Squadron may yet see light of day, but I don't think it will for a while. Mainly because the director is like a 50-50 proposition here. And it was in... It was the same... You know, character. It was, you know the movie and its sequel and its initial film was really good and its sequel was a turd I mean these two extremes tend to put a lot of film executives on edge they would prefer to see a preponderance of good and quite a few less of bad this one is 50-50 so they're probably waiting for a different director that would be my guess. They, they probably want to direct a different director. But I do suspect that Rogue Squadron will see the light of day. High Republic probably never will. It's just not going to happen. Uh, the third one was actually a trio of films. It was the Ryan Johnson Star Wars trilogy. Now, when asked, Kathleen Kennedy has said that there were no plans to shelve it, that it was still on the table it was still going to go and that Ryan Johnson on Twitter has been saying yeah no no it's still a thing it's still going to happen honestly I don't think it ever will and it won't happen for a particular reason Ryan Johnson when on his own with single one-offs which is where he his strong suit is then it does alright when he's given some kind of uh, reins of a, fr no, an established franchise, 
it's been proven that he will absolutely trash it. And usually for petty reasons. That's what he did with his take of the Star Wars, that the middle film of the Star Wars trilogy. Granted, there was no planning on how to connect each of these stories, because who needs that? Pfft. Still, we got the result that we got, so with that kind of bad smell lingering, my suspicion is is that Ryan Johnson they'll they'll kind of like humor him and and they won't actively announce that it's gone, but it's it's gone. They're gonna shelve it. They're gonna wait a bit, and then they're going to probably wait until Ryan Johnson is doing a film, and then spring the idea of him doing the Star Wars trilogy right then and there. And, of course, he's going to say no, and they'll be like, well, well, I guess we're just going to have to uh, cancel. We can't sit on this forever. And they'll just get rid of it. That's what I suspect is going to happen. That's usually how the game is played. So, yeah, the Ryan Johnson thing, never see the light of day. The unknown. Uh, I think that was that one was going to be helmed by... Taika Waititi, I think. I could be wrong. But Taika has had a number of other projects kind of brewing for him. So, I think at that... I think it was in, like, uh, the very early planning stages. Very early. They were still, I think, spitballing ideas at that point. And I think they're kind of just shelving it for now. Until, uh, I, and I, I think it's Taika, Taika Waititi. I really do. And he is absolutely excited about the idea of doing it. It's just that his plate is quite full. And he's doing quite a lot right now. So, I, I'm not sure. That one, I think it needs to gestate more before we see anything come of it. I suspect that we might, but at this point, it was such an early stages that I don't think they had a really solid idea of where they were going with it or what was going to be involved. So, if we hear anything about it, it'll, it'll be some time. It'll take some time. Like I said, Taika Waititi has a lot of stuff going on. And when he finally gets to the point where he can really dedicate a lot of time and effort, he will. Then we'll see. Till then, I don't know. It's shelved. At, at the very least, for now, it's shelved. <clears throat> so what does this mean? Well, this means that a major shakeup that is happening that had happened to Disney has come to fruition. I'm not saying I'm Nostradamus. I did kind of say, though, that I suspect way back when, when I was talking about Disney and Iger and Chapik, that I suspect that when Chapik gets into the, into the office, that he was going to 
curtail a lot of what Kathleen Kennedy was doing. Up until this point, she'd been working kind of carte blanche with Bob Iger. With Chapik, she was going to see a reduced role. She wasn't going to have a lot of responsibilities or oversight on a lot of things. Mainly because a lot of her ideas and a lot of her directions were bad ones, financially speaking. They don't really, Disney doesn't really give a shit about what the fandom is passionate about or what they like or dislike. <clears throat> Clearly that's not their prerogative. Their prerogative, of course, is making money. And Kathleen Kennedy cost them money. Let's face facts. The Disney trilogy, in name only, because it wasn't a through throughput story. Let's get that out the way right now. It just wasn't. And each subsequent one lost money. The first one did pretty well. It did fair, quite well, actually. The second one did worse. And it divided a fan base. It really divided a fan base. That one, was the Ryan Johnson Center one, it was a huge turning point there. Now you had a fan base that absolutely fractured. And then you got to the third one, which was a Frankenstein's monster of a mess that made no sense and was desperately trying to mine nostalgia to bring people back. And it was even worse off financially. Through all of this, they had the um, Rogue. Uh, what was it? The Rogue's. Was it Rogue's One? No, 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 no. Um, Rogue One. They had Rogue One. And it was. It made money, but it was lukewarm. I didn't much care for it. I didn't really like it. And it was lukewarm across the board. Some people liked it, some people hated it. Most people fell in between. I fall in between. And then you had the solo A Star Wars story, which flopped. There is no, no way you can try and say that it didn't. It did. It flopped, and it flopped hard. For a Star Wars film to flop that hard says a lot. It really does. So, these were the ideas and conceptions of Kathleen Kennedy. It was her idea to run a trilogy without any kind of narrative story work that was going to connect all three. The, she went with the idea that there would be three different directors, one for each film, because why not? Because conflicting views. This director thinks it should go this way, but this director adamantly opposes that and wants to go in this direction. You have a huge problem when you try that. Anthologies? Fine. A trilogy? Bad idea. And it was textbook. How bad that was. Go into it with no plan and this weird idea that, oh, yeah, it'll all work out. I mean, if unicorn farts and fairy dust aren't going to get you out of this one. Anyway, regardless. So you have, and then you had Rogue One, lukewarm, not exactly a moneymaker. And then you had Solo, a flop. 
on her on Kathleen Kennedy's watch. So clearly, her judgment is suspect. So anything she's greenlit, suspect. Because remember, she didn't really greenlit the last, the the finishing of Clone Wars. She really didn't. It was kind of begrudging. They had talked to Disney, and Disney was like, yeah, sure, why not? The Bad Batch, I believe that there was actually a lot of on-set friction between Kathleen Kennedy and Favreau and Filoni. A lot. Because Favreau and Filoni, they really listened to a lot of what George Lucas had to say, and Kathleen Kennedy tried desperately to ignore him. So... There was friction on set between those two and Kennedy, and, well, they ended up being successes, including The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett, not so much. I'm I'm not entirely sure where that one stands. I think it's still kind of, it's still kind of liked, but it's not as liked as, say, The Mandalorian. So, hmm. Sometimes you get weak ones. That's just the way it is. What does this mean exactly? Well, overall, it proves that the industry doesn't really change all that much. It really doesn't. The fact that I guessed correctly what was going to happen with some of these projects, well, I can't say that I'm. I have the... My, my finger's on the pulse of the industry, and I know what's going on. Or I have inside information in Disney. I don't have any of those. No, what I have is a knowledge of how the industry works. And you always err on the side of cynicism. It seems like a bad thing to do, but when it comes to this industry, if you know how it works and you err on the side of cynicism, you're going to guess pretty much what they're going to do. You have to remember that uh, executives are cold, heartless monsters. They are. You know, they don't really care about individual people or how it affects them. All they care about is the bottom line and whether or not they get their bonuses. That's the long and the short of it. That's it. If you just realize that these people are barely human beings. They're monsters. They really are. You'll guess exactly the direction they'll go. It'll be cold-hearted, ruthless, something you would never have conceived yourself or anyone you know doing, but they will. They will do that. So, (laughs) I guessed correctly that they would be cold-hearted monsters, and there you go. They didn't care about any of it. Just as long as they make the money. Well, I've talked on for quite a bit about this, and... Well, I think that's going to be it for me for today. So, it's time to close up the old shed. But, I will see y'all next time.